500 baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's how they got there. I mean, opening day was glorious, getting the win on opening day and all is right in the world. And then next two games were a little bit frustrating. Um, Rich Harden, by the statistics, didn't look awful. Um, on the plus side, eight of his 11 outs were recorded by strikeout. Yeah, but, that's, that's, uh, that's good. 11 outs. Yeah, only 11 outs, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, and when, when, in when, those when 11, it, 11 outs, he had to throw 90 pitches to get there. He had five walks, uh, uh, only one hit, but, uh, yeah, he, he ended up giving up a couple of unearned runs. Uh, he was quoted as saying afterwards, it was just an odd night. So we know that he'll write the ship and he'll be perfect the next time out. Don't have to worry well, about him. Yeah, I mean, well... Yeah, I, I guess, you know, it's a weird time of year, obviously. It's your first start, new team or whatever. I don't know. Eight strikeouts, you can't luck your way into striking out eight guys, right? Like, that's no. that number is that number is more indicative of a pitcher's skill, right, rather than, like, their, I don't know, however many outs they get in general. How many, like, ground balls happen to find a, a fielder's glove versus going through a, a hole in the infield, you know? Well, well, you know, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from what I read, his his changeup was dancing, but his fastball, uh, he didn't have any command. He didn't know where it was going any more than the batters did. So, um, Th- that's how you keep him guessing, man. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how you're gone in three and two thirds. Yeah, that's true. But but I guess also you know, coming out of that game, it's. Obviously, very, very early in the season, but, you know, Vlad and Nelson Cruz are both tearing the cover off the ball. Vlad got his first homer on the season. Cruz got his second. Um, And then he hit one the other day, too. Right. So, um, Cruz is batting four twenty nine through the first two, Guerrero five seventy one, and nobody else on the team has more than one hit. And you've got a lot of goose egg (laughs) batting averages. So, Borbone, uh, Hamilton, David Murphy, Taylor Teagarden, um, uh, Joaquin um, Arias. I mean, none of those guys have a hit. So, obviously, like I said, very early in the season, but you hope that they can improve upon that and start putting yeah. some crooked numbers up on the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is nice, you know, Nelson having a having a really good year last year with the, what was it, 33 home runs, I think. Yeah, yeah. So for him to pick up where he left off, I mean, that could that could really change the, the dynamic of the team. And we talked a lot about last episode is if, uh, you know, Hamilton is, is crucial because he can't be what he was last year. He's got to be like the 08 Josh. Um, yes. And you, you, I guess you kind of have a little hope that he can. Um, so if, if we assume that and then you have a – Nelson Cruz, who continues to build on a, on last year, and and a Vlad who is um, just keeps on seeing red whenever like he sees the Texas Rangers logo at any point. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll be we'll be all right. Uh, uh, Michael Young's going to keep you know batting three hundred or whatever, and you hope that those other role players around him, like if an Elvis or T Garden or or you know Joaquin Arias, can like you know just do their job and 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 kind of supplement everything. Um, 
what I'm most uh, uh, you know encouraged by is is the two kind of wild cards for the rotation, uh, C.J. Wilson and uh, uh, Colby Lewis, both uh, go in seven innings in their uh, in their first two starts combined with I think one run total. I think C.J. gave up or sorry, uh, Colby gave up one run, right? And C.J. gave up zero. So that's that's outstanding. It is. Good it for is. them. That, those, those were big days for them. I'm, I'm sure they were pretty nervous. Um, you know, not only are they professional athletes, they're humans, and it's a it's a big kind of uh, stage for them to say, "I believe I can do this." And man, they sure went out and did it. Awesome. Yeah, Thank there's you. just a couple of negatives on that on that third game. Um, um, Gerald Saltalamakia was sent to the DL, upper back stiffness. And Wash kind of had a bit of an enigmatic statement about that, saying that I understand that everyone gets injuries, but it was how he handled it that that he, he where he could have done better. So it sounds like huh. you know maybe a little immaturity there. He tried to hide it when when um, you know they had attended to it earlier. It might have been a lesser deal. Who knows? But um, they are going to bring up uh, Matt Trainer from AAA. He will back okay. up uh, Tea Garden, um, and the great right-hander Warner Madrigal was moved to the 60-day DL to make room for trainers. So, be happy to see Madrigal come back. I bet he's going to be a mainstay in that rotation for years to come. Warner Madrigal, great name. Yeah, great name. Nothing wrong with that name. I don't think I know anybody <laughs> else named Warner or Madrigal. <laughs> you might be right. And then the other thing, the other negative that to come out of that game was. Um, Frankie Francisco. Yeah, I had the blown save. Went two uh, two thirds of an inning, uh, four hits and a walk. Gives up three earned runs. You know, um, his contract is up at the end of the year, and you know, I just don't see that the Rangers are going to offer him a two or three year deal like he's going to want. I think that uh, this new kid Fleas, if he can just have any semblance of control, uh, should be just fine. He got the hold in the eighth with the three strikeouts, no hits, no walks. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is a kid. He's bringing the heat and looking to make a name for himself. So very excited what he could possibly bring. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's the easiest gas I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I mean, it looks like he's just playing catch like in his driveway, and he's hitting a hundred. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, how old is he? He's like 21. 19, 20? Yeah, he's uh, he's young. He is 22 this year. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, so he's 21 now. He, he turns 22 later this year. Yes. Okay. Oh man, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good young kid. I mean, I, yeah, and you, I, you you heard a lot about him uh, kind of being in the rotation as like in the minor leagues. Um, right. I could just see him a couple of games playing for uh, for Frisco. There were a couple okay. of a couple of his uh, starts were on TV and. Uh, you know, with all the hype, I uh, made sure I caught those games. And, yeah, he looks like the real deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just anybody can just touch it, flash 100, you know, whenever they want to. So um, that's that's fun. I mean, if if nothing else, I will take that. Like, you know, uh, whether or not you're you're pitching in the ninth inning or not, that's, uh, that's really fun. And so that brings us to the uh, beginning of the series with uh, Seattle, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Lewis goes out there like a stud. Yeah, uh, just rushes it, man. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, you know, like like we mentioned in the previous broadcast, this a guy they brought back over from Japan. 
don't know how much he's really got, but the the early signs are are definitely promising. You know, if he can just keep this up, establish himself, you know, bottom of the rotation guy that can give you some solid innings. That's all I really need out of him. Yeah, well, and, and it's something that that I see too here. Just as I'm refreshing the box score, um, not only was it seven innings, but it was a hundred and three pitches too. So, nice. you know, usually you have guys who are, you know, their first start of the season all the way kind of through the end of April are going to be uh, taking it easy. I mean, I'm sure that they want to go out there and, and, you know, let it eat, but their managers are going to say, all right, you know, you hit your 85 pitch limit. Next time you'll get to go 90, whatever, and they'll get to, you know, work up to kind of being stretched out for the full year. But 103, right out of the gate, I mean, good for him. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that that's cool. I mean, I, you know, you can never really trust a bullpen. Those those guys are, I mean, uh, even though we just talked about how great, you know, Neftali Feliz might end up being, and, you know, we, we know Frankie Francisco and Darren O'Day, and Darren Oliver is, you know, have, has a history of success. You know, those guys are kind of in the bullpen for a reason, and uh, you don't really want them to be the, the tipping point. So, you know, the more that you can kind of, the more innings that your starter can wrestle away from them, that's awesome. So, I mean, I, I that's that to me, that's like a mentality situation. So, yeah, so I'm glad he get, just went out there, put his name on the on the field, and got us the win. I mean, perfect. So, going back to Darren Oliver, I mean, what do you think he has left in the tank at this point? He uh, he, he appeared in the game against Toronto, the second game, um, went two thirds of an inning, uh, gave up a hit and a run, uh, the, the run being a home run. Um, you know, I, I liked him back when he was a starter with the Rangers back in the nineties. He was a part of some of those really good teams in the late nineties, but, uh, he's been around the block. What do you, what do you think right. he's got left? He's been around the block a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what his third stint with the team, right? Oh yeah, I, that's right. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. And I, I think I ragged on, on this Darren, um, by comparing him to other Darren last time. But in terms of what he does as a pitcher, I don't really think there's a reason to believe that he's going to start being bad just because of age. You, know, you ask what he's got left in the tank, and I think it's that's one of those kinds of tanks that's kind of got what it's got in it. The gauge is broken, and you know, at some point you're going to find out. But Yeah. The only real noticeable difference between the Darren Oliver of today and the Darren Oliver of the mid to late nineties is he's got himself a big old bubble butt now. It kind of cracks me up to watch him. <laughs> he's he's just he's just aged a little bit. It's just it's just kind of there, but doesn't doesn't prevent him from going out and normally having good outings. Hopefully this is just one isolated home run and uh he'll get back on track with his next uh his next outing. So uh, I guess the the person that concerns me Josh Hamilton um, didn't have a hit first uh, first couple of games, and then um, Wash um, said that it, you know before that third game he he kept him off the field, let him rest. He acknowledged that Hamilton has been quote out of whack and he's lost his rhythm. Seems like he's overthinking things and guessing too much, which is what we saw from him last year. Comes into um, that third game uh, only as a as a pinch hitter doesn't get a hit. So goes into Thursday's game um, against the Mariners, and you know he goes one for three, 
Um, so, you know, hopefully he can start to put something together. I just think that, you know, the guy with that much talent, you've got to really rely upon him to kind of put something together. I think he's going to be one of the keys. If we're going to have a good team this year, he's going to have to be one of the guys that's going to step up because w- without production from left field there, uh, I think they're going to have a hard time scoring runs. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, going out, I don't know who Sean Kelly is um, as a reliever. I don't, I don't know if it, getting that double means anything, but that's always good. And for the you know first hit of the season, at least get that started. You know, get it out of his head. Uh, hopefully, we see like Hayden was saying earlier that 2008 Josh show up because I mean, I don't think you could really overstate what that would do to the team. You know, good Josh versus okay Josh. Uh, that's going to be a difference maker. I mean, I, I I don't think it's unfair to say that if you get like a full board Josh Hamilton, you're talking about it. You know, a playoff World Series kind of team. Uh, the trick is. Do you get it, you know? Well, but he can't pitch, so <laughs> it's true. Might but hey, I mean, there. if CJ Wilson and um, and Lewis are going to do this all season, uh, that might be a big ask. It is a big ask. I like to ask big sometimes. <laughs> Look, if you don't ask, you're not going to get it, right? That's true. I think. That's, I think you might be right. I'm on to something at least. <laughs> Uh, how long before we're uh, we're talking about putting Nelson Cruz in center field, though? Boy, <laughs> you know, Borbone. Vlad can play center. <clears throat> no, with his knees. Are you kidding me? They need to stick him at DH <laughs> and just just sit on on him there all season long. Yeah. Okay. Let's take center Hamilton. field out of the equation. What's the What's the over under for Vlad games in the outfield? Just the whole season, like fifteen. How many interleague Ten. games are there? Right, Ooh, there's probably question. what, there's probably like twenty-ish interleague games. I'd say half of those are going to be in NL Park. Vlad probably starts like seven or eight of those. Okay, because you need his bat. Okay, so let's put the number at twenty. No, no, no. Let's put it at. I'll put it at eighteen. Eighteen over under games in the outfield for Vlad this year. Period. Give, right field, give me the center under. field. Give me the under. Under. I guess it depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bourbon, he's still hitless uh, through the first four games. He went over four uh, against the Mariners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I worry about him. He's got the speed, but uh, do we really think he's going to stick? Speed doesn't take a day off. That's what I'm Quoting saying. Man. <laughs> I, I've, I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. <laughs> well, this speed may true. not take a day off, but speed may go to the wrong office sometimes. This is true. <laughs> you don't get credit for that work if you forget to if you forget to swipe your your time card on the way in. It doesn't matter if you were there at seven fifty five a.m. You're not going to get yeah. credit for that. Man, I think this there, is a there, fair there's something profound in what you just said, but I, I, I it's going to take me a while to unbox that. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. See, another one to worry about is Chris Davis. He's gotten a slow start out of the block. See, he's a uh, he went one for four against the Mariners, but uh, still batting just 182 on the season. Yeah, but uh, if speed doesn't take a day off, neither does power, right? Um, no, I think you might be wrong there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. He has no home runs yet this season. It's just four games, but uh, you know, ho- hopefully he can put something together because this is a guy that was just a beast in the minors, and I, I feel like he's going to be one of the re- the regulars. He's going to really do something. But uh, I mean, he he's going to punch through at some point, right? Why not? He yeah, has right? to. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's too talented not to. 
and maybe he can take whatever uh, Cruz has been taking. Not that he has been, but uh, get get that <laughs> three dingers and four games magic going for you. That'd be pretty good. good yeah, man. it's not bad. And you've got Andrews uh, three four. He's batting one forty three. We know he's better than that, uh, but still, I mean. He's our shortstop. We're not asking a lot of out of him offensively. Yeah, and he's a baby. He is. So he is. Um, but a child. <laughs> he is quick. Does have the stolen bases on his resume? But um, yeah, I think if he just bats two sixty, two seventy, I think they'll be just fine if they can, you know, continue to build that power around him with, you oh, know. Yeah. Michael Young, Josh Hamilton, Vlad Guerrero, Nelson Cruz, Chris Davis. Yeah, I mean, they've got all the power they need. They just need Andrews just to show up and do his job every day. Mm-hmm. Keep those balls in the infield. I mean, yeah. and, and talking about Bourbon Center, I, I in terms of Vlad, uh, yeah, give me the over on, what you said, 18 games? Yeah. No, my man's going to get out there. You got you to gotta play him. But uh, Okay, over, under, specifically center field, two for games. Vlad. Uh, <laughs> Come on, I, zero, <laughs> two games. I, give me the under. I could see like okay, thank you. A, a jokey ninth inning appearance. Uh, <laughs> but could we see Hamilton play center again? He, he's done it. I mean, he played a bunch of games there just two years ago, right? Oh, he's fast. He's got the arm. He doesn't look fast, but he's got that sneaky speed. Yeah, that deceptive speed. But yeah. I mean, you just worry about putting a big guy like that in center field and worry about the toll it could take on his body. Right. And, and are the Rangers the kind of team to experiment with an oversized center fielder? Not in their ha- in their past. And they, so yeah, I mean maybe another team diminutive might do it. center fielders over the years. Yeah, if you look this, back. Is, this is going to be the second episode in a row that I bring up Ranger great Kenny Lofton. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of guy that they uh, usually target. Uh, yeah, I yeah, Josh Hamilton and Kenny Lofton, um, Otis Nixon. Um, well, Hamilton and Nixon are almost the same player. Very similar guys. <laughs> I might disagree with you on that. Similar one. game, they look really similar. I can I confuse them all. Yeah, the Daryl Hamilton there in the nineties. Um, just a lot of undersized guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with, with those crazy dimensions in center field, you, you just you need some speed there. You really do. Mm-hmm. But we also need at least some semblance of offense. And if you've got yeah, only so many positions to be sticking guys into. Well, you know, I guess we'll have to see how it goes. But. Yeah, do they let? Are they going to let Julio Bourbon play? You know, a whole season, uh, like that? Yeah, you know, with a, an OPS under seven hundred, under six hundred, under six fifty. I mean, like, what's the line? What's for, OPS? Uh, it's so like when you take walks over your batting average, that's on base percentage, and then there's like slugging percentage, which is when you. Uh, it's a metric of like total bases. It's like power, basically. I, I don't like these newfangled statistics. Just give me batting average, home runs, and RBIs. That's well, all you need. Are they going to let the guy... What was the batting average you need to keep a center fielder out there who's got speed? 250? I think that probably sounds about right. I think 240 yeah. might be pushing it. It depends on how good the defense... Like if the defense is like game-changing, yeah. run-saving... Right. You know, like, I mean, like, you know, always on web gyms and baseball tonight and stuff, like, 240 is is at least not going to kill you. No, but he should be first or second on the team. You know, uh, Andrews should be stealing a bunch of bases. But, you know, who's going to steal more bases? Uh, I guess Kinsler if he comes back healthy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know you're going to get tons of uh, a base stealing out of him. 
he's got to get on base to do it. True. Odeby McDowell. That he was the other center fielder space, right? I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. yeah Undersized, yeah. yeah. The great Odeby from the 80s. <laughs> Odeby yeah. from the 80s. That's right. <laughs> oh, oh, what it would have been. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I mean, what else we got? I mean, do we do we want to con- to now take what we have seen over the first four games and wildly speculate, or do we want to just sit on our hands and say uh, the jury's still out? <laughs> and I, I, what what are we? What are, what's the? I think the jury is still very much out. Um, yeah, you know we, we touched Nelson on some Cruz of the things. Nelson Cruz isn't going to hit ninety million home runs. Maybe. Okay. Cool. 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 Maybe not. Oh, um, um, yeah, we, we've talked about it before that you know um, it, this is a good hitting team. The, the, there's a lot of question marks around the the pitching, and uh, you know Hicks seems handcuffed uh, financially to be able to really make any big splashy moves so you know what you're looking at right now is what you may see all season long you never know yeah so i mean of course with kinsler coming back that'll be that will be a lot more like reliability in in terms of things but yeah like the roster's kind of set so we can just dream on the guys of the future and see you know some of those guys that are sitting in the minors now someone like uh, uh martin perez a young kid you uh-huh. hear good things about, yeah. you know, if he yeah. can develop, you know. Johan Santana. That's what I heard about him. Mm. That's the call. I'll love me some Johan. Right? Yeah. I'll take that. I'll love me some Johan. Like, obviously, everybody, like, appreciates him. I have a special spot in my heart for him. He's, I don't know, like, underrated? Underrated? Ah, he's so good. That'd be great. Can we – Do are you telling me that we get our own Johan? That's what – I mean, Yeah. And that's that's the cop I'd seen, which yeah. I, I don't want to like get ahead of myself with the Rangers prospect, but yeah, you know, gotta tap the brakes and say ten step. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a stat I'm behind. Yeah. <laughs> the stat is zero, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, Sometimes but... you do know. Uh, but a guy, just in terms of young pitching, I mean, <laughs> wow, very <laughs> profoundly stated. You never know, but sometimes you do know. <laughs> Look, sometimes people don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. It do. It do. Um, that's the way baseball go. That is the I, way baseball go. A young guy I did want to talk about, though. He he made the team out. Everyone knows him. Uh, Nathalie Feliz you know, gave up a mm-hmm. dinger in that first appearance, but in the third game against the Jays. Um, Struck yeah. out McCoy, Batista, and Lind uh, in a row, swinging on each of them. Yeah, didn't get more than I think two balls on any of them. That's fun. That's that's who we want to be seeing. Yeah, yeah. It's just the question is, you know, are they going to keep him in the bullpen, or you know, is this just a, an experiment to keep him up uh, with the big league club with the idea of converting him to starter like he was uh, back in Frisco? That's yeah, I wonder true. how long it would take him to to stretch back out. You know, like if I think if, that's where his his, his uh, long term value is. I mean, he's a lot more valuable as a starter than he is as a reliever, right? Yeah, I, I meant it when I said it last time. I think his you know his ultimate position or where he ends up with Texas is as a starting pitcher. Yeah, well, I mean that's what he's been 
the way that I understood it is that the reason why he's up right now is because they just saw that they could rush him. Like rushing is is kind of has, has a neg- negative connotation, but mm-hmm. he's up here because he could quickly acclimate, you know, to being a reliever. But I mean, uh, it was just last year in AAA, like obviously the highest level of the minors. He started 13 games. The year before yeah. that, he started 27. Like this is a somebody who's used to starting off in you know the first inning and and you know being stretched out and using all his pitches and stuff like literally last year was yeah. was getting the ball in inning one so you know ultimately well i mean we'll see like if, if you have insane success i mean it's kind of like a, if it ain't broke don't fix it and you know yeah. last year in, in his 20 games he was but how, excellent. how good a reliever is he gonna have to be to justify him getting his rel- i mean like if we're talking you know rookie of the year crap uh as a relief pitcher sure but like what's the break-even point between being a good reliever and being True, a starting yeah. pitcher nothing yeah. less than mariano rivera yeah give, there, me, give, me, said give me some mo uh, yeah he's already not going to get david clyded you know like, this is a guy who did <laughs> get to the yeah. upper levels of the minors but <laughs> yeah. i guess there's some fear that you don't want to rush a kid you know too quick He's getting that big league experience. He's getting used to the travel. You know, if he can watch some of these guys go out there and kind of strut their stuff, you know, maybe it's a smoother transition. I don't know if you need to go back down to get stretched out or if they'd have him just transition over to, to starting. I mean, he's he seems like kind of a, a throwbacky guy, and he's he's got a maybe he's got the build and the the right mindset to just go out there and throw seven innings one day. I don't know. Or here's but, a crazy idea: just uh, stretch him out to become uh, the long reliever out of the bullpen, and then. Uh, just gradually working back towards starter, maybe the second half of the season. Yeah, crazier things have happened. Yeah, who yeah. knows? I mean, yeah, is, is there that big of a difference between three and four innings or four and five? I, I don't. I'm I am just a six. person with a microphone in front of his face. I don't know any of these answers. Like, nope. <laughs> well, if he could give us three and two thirds, uh, like uh, hey, Richardson oh. did, then. It's a success. Yeah, there you hey. go. That, that, okay, so the bar, the bar has been set. <laughs> One time through the rotation almost. And uh, if you can pitch four innings, then you are a starting pitcher and you can handle the workload, apparently. Heck, on this team, you might be an ace. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, man. We're four games into the season. You, you, got, you ain't got to play us like that. <laughs> We're two and two. I guess the, yep. the glass is half full. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing as half empty. I'm 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 pessimistic, but I've been a Ranger fan for a lot longer than you guys have. That's yeah, true. That's true. But I mean, it's two and two, but with two very good starts and one seven inning three run start, which and then retarded. But <laughs> and then retarded. And then retarded. Boom boom. So who, But I mean, as we said last week's episode, like Richardin is is probably the most. The guy that you worry the least about in this. Yeah, location. I mean, for me, so, I, I do. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be uh, Matt Harrison and Felix Hernandez. Another young Ooh. guy. <laughs> that's the uh, that's a five versus a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, f- I do declare. Yeah, man. Yeah. What did, and and you know we talked about Martin Perez earlier. Just anybody. Why can Texas get one of these kids? I mean, Gosh. King Felix. How yeah. old was Felix when he nice? came up to you? Like 18, 19, right? 19. Yeah. Gosh, so good. Incredible. It's got to happen for us sooner rather than later, right? Yeah. I mean, Law of averages, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be sitting here 10 years later just still waiting for the Rangers to have their big breakout pitcher. Of course So not. let's hope it comes a little sooner rather than the later. You have to wait nine yeah. years. You have to wait nine years. But, I mean, maybe it's Perez. Maybe it's 
one of these other guys. Maybe it's uh, C.J. Wilson. Going yeah, from I relief mean, pitcher to starting pitcher. Who knows? He made a good, put his good, his best foot forward there. So, all right, and it could cool, be Feliz. Man. We may, yeah. we may already have that in our laps. We're just sort of waiting on it to kind of unfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so we've got Matt Harrison tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then they'll have what one more game with the Mariners, and then who are they on to after that? Uh, Cleveland Yankees and Red Sox, which we will get to, I think, a little bit in our Sunday show. It's gonna be a long good. road trip. Yeah, That's a tough games. one. Yeah, Indians, Yanks, Red Sox. <sighs> but we'll yeah, get to see another start from Scott Feldman. Because um, the Mariners, hopefully this goes similarly to his opening day start. Yes. You know, got to do what you got to do. That's true. They're going to find out what this team is made of early in the season. I think so. I mean, that's a that's a, uh, a hefty road trip to go on, you know, in the in the middle late April. So, uh, like Ooh, you that's you'll, true. You'll learn a lot going up north too. Yeah, yeah. You have some cold games. Yeah, I haven't looked to see. We get to, we get to see ear flap like. Elvis if we if we're lucky. I hope we're yeah. seeing everybody just bundle all the way up. I want to see just guys in sweaters. Like not even <laughs> not even those that are like Under Armour things. I want to see guys in just a knit sweater out there. Must cardigan. Yeah. Okay. With pockets. Okay. Uh, looks like temperature's going to be in the fifties somewhere. Maybe. For are they, they going to be wearing things? khakis with um, with uh, penny loafers? With that, uh, what do you what do you think about the rest of the ensemble? Hmm. Well, not shorts. Um, no. We are adults. Baseball tried that once. Yes. We Th- take they will never do that again. Around yeah. here. Yeah. But uh, and it's going to be you know in the, in the fifties up there in Cleveland, so shorts would just be uncalled for. No northern team would certainly ever think of that. Certainly not a team even farther north. Definitely not. No, that would just be ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I think a, a nice cardigan. They're already basically wearing pajama pants, so this is true. Uh, some slippers would be good. I'll, I'll say there I want to see guys run in like fuzzy slippers. <laughs> I want to see if anybody can actually swing properly without spikes, and then try to. I, run I actually have this. some Rangers fuzzy slippers. Ooh, yeah. Well, you know, stick them in an envelope. Who do you? Which <laughs> Ranger is most likely to wear fuzzy slippers? Well, they're going to have to be a size twelve, so you have to go for some of the bigger guys. Maybe a Josh. Maybe a Nelson Cruz. Do you think Vlad? I mean, he's he's getting up there. Maybe he's ready to get some comfort. Yeah, it'd be good for his knees. Would be, yeah. Those are some load-bearing knees. They put their work in. Maybe a pitcher in uh, slippers. That might be tricky. We don't have any kind of old fuddy-duddy types. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just picturing a guy up on the mound towing the rubber with his slipper. Yeah, yeah, and it like falls off, and he has to yeah. like, bend down and pick yeah. it up and put it back on. Is it going to have good. spikes on the bottom? I mean, it- oh, a spike <laughs> slipper would be incredible. <laughs> Spiked sandals, generally. I'm I'm here for that. Yes. But now all of that and more uh, coming hot into your ear holes later this week, earlier this weekend, whatever Sunday is to Thursday. I don't know the relational meaning of time. Time is a construct. Yeah, it doesn't. T- it doesn't time is a flat exist. circle. It is a flat circle. A reference that definitely exists. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah. Hayden, you got anything for the uh, upcoming series you want to get on before we get to Sunday, or what? Uh, no. I mean, so we have Matt Harrison, um, obviously getting his his first crack at things. Um, I'm just interested in seeing, uh, you know, the the second time through for the rotation. You know, um, the the guys who are getting their second start, 
do they improve? Do they regress? You know, and and will uh, will some people get their first hits of the season? That'll be a nice moment to watch. <laughs> Inevitably, <It would>. please. <laughs> I just hope they please. don't over celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't It'll need Bill Grammaticas out there. Yeah, no. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the uh, the what's what's it called? Like being on pace for you know Nelson Cruz on pace for. Like yeah, like one million you know, like home runs. Ninety. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's on. Runs. He's on pace for about one hundred and twenty home runs right now. Okay, so, so that I'm, I'm looking forward to that staying the same, right? Yes. And then for everybody else to regress towards the mean, it's gonna be great. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. But keep them hot. Keep them going. Yes. Love yep. it. Well, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll go over these games. Uh, maybe preview this road trip a little bit. See who we we've got coming up. Again, Cleveland. New York and Boston, uh, but that should be that should be a thing. And the the Nelly Dinger watch will continue. We'll see what that boomstick can put together for us. Yes, yes, sir. NC seventeen. I'm enjoying it so far. It may in fact be not safe for work, but if you are going to work to watch Nelson Cruz, do remember to bring your time card. Don't do that about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. <laughs>